from the deepest archives of the internet, Night Shift Radio welcomes you to return to the theater of the mind as we present the classic radio drama, Suspense, ad-free in its original form. A word of caution. The stories told here are unaltered from their original airing in the mid-20th century. As such, some language used and subjects discussed may be of sensitive nature. And now, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and set your imagination free in a world of mystery, intrigue, and yes, suspense. Now, Roma Wines, R-O-M-A, made in California for enjoyment throughout the world. Roma Wines present Suspense. Quite a lot, Matthew did. There's uh, kind of a funny story concerning Matthew, too. Had to do with murder. Matthew was an ugly guy. Ugly as a mud fence, and he hated that. He hated everyone telling him how ugly he was. Well, ever since he was a kid. I won't play if I have to be Matthew's partner. He's so awful looking, it makes me sick to have to look at him with those terrible big hands. Well, I won't play, and I'll tell him so to his face. Matthew Eberman, you're the ugliest, most horrible-looking boy I've ever seen. You're double ugly. That's what you are. Look at you. Look at you. Double ugly, double ugly, double ugly. Sometimes Matthew would cry. He'd go home and beat his big fists into his pillow and nearly choke getting the sobs out of him. Don't cry, Matthew. What do you care what they say? Friends don't matter unless they love you for yourself. Don't cry. Your mother loves you. Mother thinks you're a wonderful boy. There, there. Now, don't you cry. And then Matthew wouldn't cry. It was a funny thing, too. He came from a good family, enough money, education. And if he hadn't been so ugly... If he hadn't been, his voice would have been kind of pleasant to listen to. One time, I remember, he got alone okay with just his voice. It was at a masquerade. After he got the costume and the mask all on, his mother said, Why, I hardly know my old boy. All dressed up like that. Why he ever went, I don't know. Wanted to be with people, I guess. Anyway, he did go to the party and he danced with all the girls in the place. And one girl was so beautiful. Some lovely duchess, maybe from a hundred or two hundred years ago. Like a soft cloud of ruffles and lace and the scent of magic clung all about her. Who are you? Someone who's in love with you. A masquerade is so romantic. It's perfectly all right to fall in love with a stranger. Someone you haven't the slightest idea who it is. Well, do you mind if I fall in love with you? It's a masquerade. I've never said it before. I love you. Who are you? I love you. Who are you? I'll tell you who I am if you'll tell me who you are. Ladies and gentlemen, unmask! Oh, come on, take off your mask. Why, 
Well, it doesn't matter now. Here, I'll take mine off first. No. Well, remove yours. No. Oh, you silly, you must. Take it off. I'll take it off of you myself. No, no, don't. don't. Please don't. I will, I will. Uh, Matthew Everman. Shane will fix that. I tell you what, come up to the house Saturday night. Yeah, yeah Everman's the one I was telling you about that don't know no one to marry, Hazel. Why, Mr. Everman, ain't you ashamed? There's lots of girls around that's just dying to get married. Ain't you never wanted a home? Now look at our little place. Ain't it cute? A man needs a woman's touch and vice versa. Yeah. That's the truth, Eberman. Sure. Now, look at Hanson here, Mr. Eberman. He wasn't no use to himself at all, all alone. And now we got a really good life worked out. Oh, now, Hazel, honey, don't force. Oh, that's all right. Let her talk. <laughs> I would have anyways, Mr. Eberman. Hanson don't hold no water with me. The fat wife talked and Matthew listened. And he began to wonder if maybe there wasn't something in what she said. It was lonesome. He could quit the plant if he wanted. He had all that money his mother left him when he died. He only worked because it was so lonesome. And then Hazel said... Now, well, uh, let's see. Who'd be a good girl for you? What type do you go for? Um, Jenny Schwartz? No, I know. Sally Mason. <laughs> Sally Mason, a big, easy-going blonde, like a soft cloud of ruffles and lace and the scent of magic. No, no, that's getting it all mixed up. Anyway, Hazel arranged for them to meet at a party at her house. She had all the men and their wives from the plant, and a guy named Lefty played the piano. Played piano like old-time movies. Everybody had a swell time except Matthew. He sat alone over in one corner of the porch. He heard the screen door open and close, and a big bunch of white that was Sally moved over to him. Oh, there you are, Mr. Everman. <laughs> what do you mean by running away from the party? I'm your date tonight, aren't I? Sure, but I thought maybe it 
want to be with some of those fellas that talk more, you know. I'm pretty quiet. Oh, I don't mind. I think that's the mark of a gentleman. Gorgeous night, huh? Isn't it? You know, I think nature's just about the grandest thing in the world, don't you? Huh? Oh, trees and flowers and all. Ain't so many flowers around here, though. I like sunshine and clean scenery all around, don't you? I get so lonesome here. Lonesome for a girl. That is, of course, if, if you aren't married. I get lonesome, too. You do? I never thought men got lonesome. I thought it was only girls. Men can get out. I get lonesome. Oh, sure. Sure, I remember now. Hazel told me. <laughs> you're afraid you're too ugly looking. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I do get lonesome, and that's the reason. Only you're not to laugh. Well, my goodness, I wasn't laughing. Except it's funny to think of a man being so... Say, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I'm lonesome, too, ain't I? You've got the biggest hands i ever seen. Do you think I'm pretty? Do you? Oh, I get so lonesome. Matthew couldn't get it out of his head about this funny girl. Do you think I'm pretty? He didn't even know. He couldn't even remember what she looked like when he went to work the next day. And when he started to get his lunch, there was something over by the gate that he'd never noticed before. Something pink and fresh. His big hands opened and closed. It was Sally. All in pink organdy, like a pink balloon at a children's party. Oh, I guess you're surprised to see me, aren't you, Mr. Everton? Yeah, I guess I am. I thought maybe you might like a little home-fixed lunch. Does it look good, huh? Well, we, we can eat over here in the shade if you don't mind having a lady as company. I was all alone today. That's why I come. Look at here. I even got some, some chocolate cream for after. Mm. You like them? Uh-huh. I do. I do myself. Say, <laughs> ain't this a cute bracelet? Huh? <laughs> Little tiny bills. Must be hard work to make a thing like that now, don't you think? Oh, say, have, have one of those sandwiches, Mr. Everman. They're gorgeous. Sally chatted away, all in pink, and self-consciously turned her wrist to make the little bells tinkle. Matthew ate steadily, silently, big, thick sandwiches. Just <laughs> like a party, ain't it? After a while, it was time to go back to work. Matthew stood up and didn't know what to say. Just looked. Sally's face was kind of shiny from the heat, and the pink had gone limp and bunched. But a breeze picked up the loose strands of her hair. Her foot twisted like a little girl. You know, you never once called me by name. It's Sally. I know. Oh, call me by name. I like being called by name. I will. Can't you do it now? Oh, it won't hurt now. I gotta go back to work. Okay. So long. So long. You look pretty in pink. Why, say, I'm awful glad you like it. It's one of my favorite colors and always will be. Men and their wives at the plant watched the romance develop. Gonna get hitched, Mr. Everman? <laughs> it's better to get married no matter what. No matter what. Matthew never asked Sally to marry him until the day he saw her out by the fence where she lived talking to Lefty, the man who'd played the piano at Handsome's party the first night they met. He saw Lefty pinch her cheek and he heard Sally laugh. 
He wanted to tell Sally how much he wanted to be close to her, but he couldn't. She filled the house with frilly things and all the fussy doodads that go with it. Well, you just won't believe what I got to show you, Matthew. It's just like Joanne Crawford had in the magazine. Look, it's a genuine toy poodle. Just like a little ball of fur, ain't he? Hello, beautiful. Ooh, such a wondrous little lollipop, my baby. Would you like the little chocolate cream like the one with Oh, Matthew, eat a scream. Look at him eat some cream. Well, you like them, don't you? Here. Oh, I want another one. I mean, tasty good, huh? Oh, no, 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 no. Mommy's eating marshmallow mustn't bark. What is it, baby? What's the matter, Mommy, little baby? Matthew walked away. Watch your canaries jump on their perch, Matthew. Hey, hey, hey. I just don't understand those birds, Matthew. They don't sing a song like canaries is supposed to. Now, you naughty bad boy, scaring your yitzy sisters like that. I just won't talk to you again. Don't you make that funny face in the muddy. Your mommy didn't mean to hurt the feelings. Oh, Matthew, admit a scream. <laughs> Here, little angel. Here, little furry angel. Let's divide it. A chocolate cream, huh? Yeah, it's for you. No, 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 no. Don't muck me all up. Oh, look at that, Matthew. All down my neck, the jeep. Here now. Here, you just go and you sit in your puppy's lap. Would you like to sit in the daddy's lap, even to baby dog? Why, Matthew, you, you hit him. Oh, Matthew, don't do that way, Matthew. What are you crying for, Sally? You shouldn't have hit him. Oh, look at him. Don't you cry, Lorraine. Say so, Mommy won't leave her. No. <laughs> Looky, Matthew. He's just like a kid, ain't he? I think maybe... Maybe kids wouldn't make it so lonesome. No! Matthew got up. Went and stood by the window and looked out. I like the house, but I get lonesome. Lonesome? In your own home... Why go to those awful parties with ashes and footmarks on the chairs and the men with their arms around Sally? She shouldn't have allowed that. She belonged to him. She was the only person who ever did belong to him. Hadn't she come to him in the plant yard that day? Sure she had. She liked him. (laughs) You're the only one that's afraid you're too ugly. (laughs) She shouldn't be singing that song that lefty plays. That lefty pinching her cheek and laughing at him. She shouldn't have allowed that. Mom, she's got the angel hair. And you wanted her to leave that dog alone. Why couldn't she treat him like that? Matthew looked out the window. It's too bad about the paint and the smoke that came over from so far from the plant. The weeds all around. He was surprised to see the tree look bigger. Maybe he hadn't noticed the tree for a long time. Matthew! Yeah? What are you doing, Matthew? Thinking? Oh. He looked at her. Where was that pink and fresh thing he'd seen before at the plant? The face shining from the heat and the loose strands of hair caught in the breeze. Everyone's called me by name. I like being called by name. A big, fat, blonde lump. Oh, these creams come from the dime store. You can't even tell the difference. Where was that pink and fresh thing by the gate? Sally was standing by the canary cage and wiggling her wrist again. She hadn't done that for a long time, since Niagara Falls. Look, Matthew, I found that bracelet with the bells on it. I thought it might make the canaries sing. Come on, birdie doo. Do you think they're sick, Matthew? I've never seen them so quiet before. 
Matthew's hands were opening and closing at his sides, like they were grasping for something to hold and never finding it. I just don't understand those birds at all. You've gotten fat, Sally. Oh, it don't matter. I don't care. Nobody cares if a married woman gets fat. That's what Hazel says. I like Hazel. She's good company. I don't get down her way much now, though. My ankles swell up from these French heels. <laughs> Cute shoes, though, ain't they, Matthew? Makes the foot look small. My ankles swell up, but it does make the foot look small. Hers swell up, too. I don't know what's wrong with them, I do. Oh, oh, I wish I could get these birds to sing. Oh, I'm bored. Aren't you happy with me, Sally? Yeah, but, but we never do anything. Oh, I get crazy here all the time. I, I just get so I can't stay still another minute or I'll scream. If, if we had some kids, then maybe we'd mean more to each other, have something to talk to each other about. And kids is awful good company, and then conversation about kids is good company, and good talk between a man and his wife. Not you want to run. He want to kick the walls, tear the house down, anything. Mommy's little baby now, almost in Where was that terrace that he'd seen once upon a time? Some lovely duchess, maybe from a hundred or two hundred years I ago. Maybe if he grabbed Sally, held her so close, that wouldn't make a difference. Why did it have to turn out this way? They said that a man ought to be married no matter what. One after the other, one after the other, one after the other. And the whole room began to turn. Big, fat, blonde, all covered in Those carpenter boys sure know what to do with their hammers, don't they? 
Listen. I guess they're getting ready for in the morning. Cutting down a tree to build a thing like that. Well, that's the story of Matthew Eberman, I guess. There's just one thing that I'd like to ask you, please. Sure, sure. Anything you want. What can we do for you? Well, my name, it's... It's all right to print that, but... Sure, sure. I guess maybe you wonder how I could tell you all this. Like I was talking about somebody else. Well, it's because Matthew Everman wasn't ever a person I really wanted to be. He was somebody I knew and I didn't like. I hated him. Just like everybody else did. Because he was ugly. There's no excuse for what he did. Poor old Matthew. Haiti makes so many lonely people. And it makes ugly people, too. Ugly and mean on the inside. I guess the best thing would be if everybody would... Wouldn't it be a, a nice world if people would... My name, see, that's all right, but no no pictures, please. No pictures in the papers, huh? You know, mean an awful lot to me. You understand, don't you? There won't be any pictures in the papers, will it? Just promise me that and I'll be so great. No pictures. Starring Lloyd Nolan, presented by Roma Wines. That's R-O-M-A. Roma Wines. Those better-tasting wines enjoyed by more Americans than any other wines. Yes, Roma Wines taste better because Roma starts with natural juices, gently pressed from luscious grapes gathered in California's choicest vineyards. With ancient skills and the world's greatest winemaking resources, Roma Master Vintners guide this grape treasure unhurriedly to tempting taste perfection. Then these better-tasting wines are placed with mellow Roma wines of years before. And from these, the world's greatest reserves of fine wines, Roma later selects for your pleasure. With the holiday weekend coming up, be sure you offer your guests their choice of glorious Roma California sherry, rich Roma port, and golden Roma muscatel. Served cool, or if they prefer a tall, cool drink, make it a Roma wine and soda. Remember, Roma wines taste better. That's R-O-M-A, Roma Wines, America's largest selling wines. Lloyd Nolan appeared through the courtesy of 20th Century Fox, producers of Kiss of Death. Tonight's suspense play was by George Lloyd. Next Thursday, same time, you will hear Edmund O'Brien as star of Suspense. Produced and directed by William Spear for the Roma Wine Company of Fresno, California. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. A father's tragic past, hidden in the adventures of a cartoon mouse. A cautionary tale on the dangers of temporal tourism. A woman searching for answers after the death of an old friend. This is the Storyteller Series, a Night Shift Radio original. 
Every month, we bring a new short story to life in a full cast audio drama. We publish a second exclusive story to our online print edition, and we give you a glimpse behind the pages with our author interview series. Subscribe to the Storyteller series wherever you listen to podcasts, and visit nightshiftradio.com for more information.